Welcome to the Minor Touches and Major Gifts podcast, where small nonprofit leaders get the strategies and encouragement they need to see their mission fully funded. We refuse to leave the world as it is. Nope, we're dreaming of it as it could be. We're kicking history in its sides, and we're having a good time while we're doing it. We believe that paying attention to minor touches sees our mission funded with major gifts. For the next few minutes, we hoist our sails in a voyage away from mediocrity, and just as fast as the wind will move us, we're racing toward excellence and seeing our mission fully funded. I'm your host, David Oakes. Welcome to the show. Welcome to the Minor Touches and Major Gifts podcast for nonprofits. I'm David Oaks, host of the show. Glad you tuned in today. Today, we're talking about the currency that nonprofit leaders collect to pay their donors. We're talking about stories. Stories are the currency nonprofit leaders, missionaries, pastors, even Wall Street titans and leaders collect to pay their beneficiaries. The most successful communicator in history, Jesus of Nazareth, the most quoted human in history, was never without a story when he spoke to a group of people, when he spoke to a crowd. History tells us he was never, he didn't speak to anybody, he didn't speak to crowds, he didn't speak to groups without having a story ready to tell. Now, is there a connection? I'm asking the question. Is there a connection between the most successful and oft-quoted communicator in history and his commitment to being a great storyteller? Hmm, I'm saying a big thumbs up. Yes, Jesus, the master communicator, knew something that leaders for and nonprofit ought to know. One day when someone asked him, dude, why are you constantly focused on storytelling? Jesus' answer gives us a lesson that we can learn a lot from. He said, I tell stories to create readiness to nudge the people toward a welcoming a welcome awakening. Now, I'll put the link to these quotes in the show notes in the podcast. You can click on it and read it for yourself. This is from the message translation. Jesus gave two reasons, two specific reasons for telling stories to create readiness to nudge people forward. Wow. Think about that. Stories are the tools that Jesus used to create a readiness in people and to nudge them forward. So now listen, here's a nugget for us. As nonprofit leaders, stories are the tools that nonprofit leaders use to create a readiness in people to support their mission. Here's the truth. Here's something bigger than stories being a tool for us. Stories are the currency of history. Story 
is the currency of history. Nations rise and fall. Nations have risen and nations have fallen. Nations will continue to rise and fall. Their money ceased to exist. They don't print it anymore. They don't mint it anymore. But listen, their stories live on if they have powerful stories. Stories have always been the major vehicle for communicating values, culture, and history. It was true when our ancestors huddled in caves around campfires, and is still true today. Jerome Bruner, a cognitive psychologist, suggested that if we would wrap the facts about our mission around, if we would wrap the facts with stories, it would make our message as much as maybe 22 times more memorable. How would you like for the story of your nonprofit, your mission, to be 20 times more memorable? 22 times. Wow. Wrap the facts of what you do, wrap the facts of your mission around wrap them with stories. Jim Lukashevsky, communication expert, he says this. I love this quote. A picture may be worth a thousand words, but a good story is worth 10,000 pictures. Ha, yes. Leaders of successful political campaigns understand the power of stories. I was just reading an article this week, how that Many, many leaders posit and suggest, especially marketers who understand the power of stories, say that the 2016 election was won through the power of stories. Wow, it's a great thing to study if you enjoy these things. Conference keynote speakers understand the power of stories. Wall Street titans understand the power of stories. Best-selling authors understand the power of stories. Great marketers leverage the power of stories. Great leaders focus on, harness, and utilize the power of stories. We hunger for information when it's told in story form. It's evident when our children say, tell me a story, please tell me a story. I raised my children telling stories, especially my son. We read at night Every single Nancy Drew book that was ever written and published, I raised my children telling stories. It's evident when adult, an adult comes up and asks, hey, what's the story? What's the story? Tell me the story. What's going on? So stories are the currency nonprofit leaders collect. You should make it your mission as a leader to collect stories. And then these stories are the gold that you use to pay your donors for their gift. If you're not collecting and telling stories about the impact of your mission, donors will never enjoy giving you major gifts. Great stories create a readiness in your donors to give to your cause. Great stories nudge people forward in their decision-making. Facts, F-A-C-T-S, facts, stay lodged in the mind. They don't speak at the dimension that we as humans need to hear, but stories speak to the heart. Successful, all successful nonprofit leaders collect and use stories to create a readiness and potential donors to give gifts. 
successful nonprofit leaders collect and use stories to create a readiness in current donors to give larger gifts. They use them to nudge potential donors towards supporting your mission. Uh, Great nonprofit leaders collect and use stories to nudge current donors toward even larger gifts. Wow. Let me give you some suggestions in using stories. Number one, your story. Your story matters. You may be the founder of your nonprofit. If that's the case, then your story and the founder's story is the same. Sometimes you're the executive director, you're the ED of your organization who was founded by someone else. If that's the case, then the founder's story and your story will be two different stories. So, of course, the founder's story needs to be told Of course it does, but you want to tell your story too. One of my mentors and a great friend, this man has helped me like crazy, Mike Kim, he's taught me that if content is king, then context is the kingdom. That's a little phrase that he got from somebody else that he repeats, and it's powerful. If content is king, then context is is the kingdom. Now, what he means is that your story, your story matters. Listen, it is your story that makes the content of your communication and interaction powerful. It is your story that makes your content powerful. Remember, content's king, content's the king, uh, context is the kingdom. Your story is the context. Your story is why your content matters. Now, you can use your story. Your your story should be on your about page. And you can have a whole post about your about page. I'll put the link in the show notes. Use your story. Make sure your printed your printed story, your story is put in your printed newsletter. I have a friend, Sharon Wagner. She has an amazing nonprofit that I support, believe in. I've even, uh, they've been my client for years, but I believe in their mission. She prints her story on her website and she puts a small blurb in every newsletter and every case for support. It's not the focus of her newsletters, but just off to the side, her story is told. Let me tell you her story. In 2005, this is the story that Sharon tells that we put in all her newsletters. It's on her website. In 2005, having experienced the devastation and effects of alcoholism, addiction and abuse, personally and in their own family, Rick and Sharon Wagner began to help others to find hope and freedom. In a bold move that at the time just felt like the right thing to do, the Wagners moved out of their home and into a hotel in order to give five women in recovery their home. They gave the first financial donations, Teen Challenge donated the curriculum, and House of Hope was born. Wow. Now, their story gives power to their content. Sharon Having experienced addiction, alcoholism, abuse personally, she struggled. She struggled to find answers. She struggled to find freedom. And then the freedom that she found personally, she gave to one person. And then one person brought another. And then two. And then three. And then five. And you know, that this is the Wagner story. They moved out of their house to give these ladies who needed 
were in addiction and needed recovery, they moved out of their house to give these ladies a place to stay so they could help them. Oh my God, when Sharon speaks and you understand and know where she's come from, you don't easily dismiss her. Her story, her context gives power to any of her content. Wow, that's, that's, that's powerful and amazing. I have another friend right here in Colquitt County. She's local to me. I'll put the, the link to her website so that you can pop over to her website and see how she tells her story. She, let me just give you Monica's story first before I tell you about her, her ministry, what she does here in the community. Here it is. <clears throat> My name is Monica Prestridge. At four years old, I lost my left leg below the knee in a lawnmower accident. I lived my life unconnected, hidden, and without resources up until my 30s. A few years ago, I connected with another amputee. It sparked life inside me. I felt connected. I felt seen and valued. I came alive. Since that time, I have given my life to find more connection. I began to attend amputee events where I met a whole world of others like me. I began to experience power in community. I began to stop looking at my disability as a setback or hindrance and began to see it as an opportunity to serve and to give back to others. With the help of others, I founded Life Unlimited, L-I-M-B-I-T-E-D, a nonprofit dedicated to bringing community awareness and resources to the amputee community. And then she adds one line, I can't wait to meet and experience you. Wow. When you know Monica's story, then what she says becomes powerful. Monica's not doing this just on a whim. Monica didn't say, you know, why don't today I just start a nonprofit and let me see if I can choose what I'll, who I'll serve. And Monica has a story of struggle and victory. Monica has a mission. Hey, the help that I have found for myself. Now I give my whole life to giving that victory to others. Monica's story, her context. Remember Mike Kim's teaching to me. Your context gives power to your content. When you know Monica's story, when she speaks, you don't easily dismiss her. She's powerful and she's doing an amazing job. Monica listens to this podcast. Monica, you're powerful and amazing. And, you know, knowing her story, it inspires me and it makes me want to help and to support and to give to her ministry in the same way for Sharon and the Wagners over at South Georgia House of Hope. So number one, tell your story. I'm assuming that if you're the founder, you're telling the founder story too. The founder story just tells how the nonprofit got started. What's the story behind your mission? So tell me this, is your founder's story told somewhere? This gives power to everything that your nonprofit does. When you tell the passion, when you tell the mission in the founder's life, every mission is a secret and a counterattack against some injustice. So when you understand the drive 
in the founder's life, it gives power to everything that your nonprofit does. Number three, you want to tell transformation stories. You want to tell stories of your constituents or your beneficiaries, the people who benefit from the fact that your mission exists. You want to tell stories of how their lives have been changed. You want to tell stories about donors who gave to, who have given to your nonprofit, what motivated them to give? Find a way to tell, tell a donor, give a, do a donor spotlight in your newsletter, on your website. Tell the stories of your donor's motivation. Why? Because your donors don't give to you. Your donors give to their values. They don't so much give to your organization. They give to the values that your organization represents. That matters and that's a big deal. Tell those stories. What about legacy donor stories? What about someone who supported your a mission gave, may have given sacrificially, may have given, who knows? They don't even have to give sacrificially, but they gave. Have, tell those stories. Here's a person who gave and even in their death included us. I, I've helped nonprofits tell stories. Uh, sometimes when some of their people die, they'll say, in lieu of flowers, send money to XYZ mission. That's a story right there. I have friends, Chris Musgrove, his ministry is Future Now right here in South Georgia. They had a donor who had supported them for years, passed away, and in the obituary, they listed it in the newspaper in lieu of flowers. Please don't send flowers, but give a gift to Future Now. You know, Chris gained new donors from there because when those donors sent their gift in, he sent them the welcome packet. He explained to them their values, the values that the person that they loved believed in and why they gave to his ministry. And some of those donors picked picked his mission up as something worth supporting. Tell volunteer stories. How did the volunteers that you have helping you find you? What were the values? Remember, it's not about you. It's about their values. What were the values that they experienced in your mission and what caused them to say, what can I do to help? Find a way, find a way to tell those stories. Print a newsletter. I don't care if you can, don't, can't do anything more than open a Word document, tell that story, and send it out on your email list. Print it and mail it out. Start telling stories. Stories are the currency that nonprofit leaders collect. You have to be intentional about collecting them and then understanding they are the gold that you use, that you pay back your donors, the people your supporters with. Every nonprofit leader should be telling stories about himself, not about you, but about the impact, your passion and your impact, about your mission and the people that you're touching. You get started Learn anything John Maxwell I learned, and he quoted it from someone else. Anything worth doing is worth doing poorly. Now, he didn't say it's worth continuing to do do poorly, but don't not tell stories because you're not an expert. Anything 
worth doing is worth getting started doing. Tell your stories today, tomorrow, tell them a little better. Next week, learn to do them any better, even better. Next month, next year, become a powerful leader by understanding the gold that stories become as a leader. Stop telling your donors what your staff is doing. Tell them stories about the impact that your staff brought to some person that you serve. Stop telling donors just what you're doing. Here's what I'm doing today. Here's what we did. Here's where I went on my vacation. Donors, honestly, that's not why they're giving to your organization. Tell them stories of lives that are being changed because of what you're doing. Do you see the difference? Don't tell them what you're doing. Tell them about impact. Stop telling donor statistics about how many lives you're impacting. What I mean is, instead of saying, we impacted hundreds and hundreds of lives, would you give? That's that's not a story. Tell the story of one person whose life has changed because of your mission. You will be 22 times more memorable if you can find one person, a story of one person whose life has changed because of your mission. If your mission doesn't involve ministering to people, if you're saving uh, land in the in the rainforest in Brazil, then um, personify an acre of land and let that piece of land tell a story. If you if your mission is a humane society, then per, let one of your cats or animals personify them in a story. Tell them the story of what they went through. Tell them the story of their heartache. You can do it. Your donors will love it. It is the gold that you'll collect in order to pay your donors. One of the first things I get my clients to do is collect and to start telling stories about impact. Do it well. Trust me, you will not struggle to get dollars. Think about your next appeal. Will you tell a story or will you just cite statistics, boring statistics, unmemorable statistics. What about your next presentation? I've been asking a few weeks to address a very large group group in the next county. I'm I'm already right now thinking what what stories will I tell? This group doesn't know me and they don't know my story. Do you know what the content that I give will mean little unless they understand where I've come from. So I am going to tell them my story. I'm not getting up to make me the center of the stage, but if they don't know my context, my content means so much less. What about your website's landing page? Does it bring the potential donor or the potential beneficiary into the power of a story? Do you speak a phrase that helps them to see the problem that you solve and just begin to see a story in their mind? The About Us page, which you already mentioned that on your website. Is it all about your degrees, how many degrees you've got, all the things that you've accomplished, or does that, or does it harness the power of a story that pulls people in? Listen, your about page shouldn't be about how many degrees you have and how many people have lauded you. It should tell about the struggle that you've overcome that's put you in a particular, in a, a positive place to affect change. 
Tell us your story, not about all your, all your degrees and accomplishment. I'm not against having your degrees and accomplishment. I have that on my webpage after I tell my story. After I tell my story on my webpage, at the end, I just say, here's my education that informs my journey. And then I list my degrees and uh, all my education that I have. I may put a link to that, too, if I can remember it. What about your next staff meeting? Will the power of story be harnessed? Or will you just get in there and just go straight to reports and facts? Oh, my God. Get Just go around the room. We used to do that for years at our church. <clears throat> Everybody gets a minute, a couple of minutes to tell a story. Y'all, we're going to tell stories right now. We would get so energized, so energized. So how are you? I'm challenging you today, dear nonprofit leader. How are you maximizing the power of story? Raising more money means telling more and better stories. Wow. If you're taking notes, write that one down. Take that one with you. Put it somewhere. (laughs) Raising more money means telling more and better stories. The better you become at turning your statistics into stories, the more the world will listen. Wow, that's incredible. Okay, that's the show for today. Now, let me tell you, to help you to see the power of story in action, I've actually prepared for you two special free downloads. I try to give you something every week just to help you along. One is a free download that'll just give you a story-based uh, newsletter ex- example. It's from a friend of mine. I'm Chris Musgrove at Free Future Now. <clears throat> download it and just look. You'll see his story. You'll see a constituent or a bene- beneficiary story. You'll see in this newsletter um, a donor story. You'll see in this newsletter uh, a legacy story even. And so uh, get that. It's free to you. It's just a newsletter, an example. It's just a newsletter that he printed. I just thought I'll share that with you. And I'm sure he wouldn't mind that. So number two, the second download is um, a piece of collateral that I produced. It's a little more elaborate and it just goes into four stories that will raise more money in your next newsletter. It will help you download it print it, save it, study it. It will help you to harness the power of story. So get these free downloads now. Okay. Wow. What a show. I feel like I've just packed you full, packed you full. Uh, Open up the fire hose and I just let it go. If you've not understood the power of story as a nonprofit leader, this you must get a handle on. You must or you'll struggle. You'll struggle. Okay. That's the Minor Touches and Major Gifts podcast show for today. So I'm ready to send you on your way. Are you ready? I'm going to give you some affirmations. Until next time, this is David Oaks saying, always remember, dear nonprofit leader, we, we are a proud nonprofit leaders on a mission to create a changed world. It's coming together. It's breaking our way. And because the world is a better place when we are at our best, excellence is our passionate pursuit. We're not begging. Nope, we're not pleading. We are inviting humanity to partner with providence to see injustice become justice, to 
see wrongs become righted and to leave the world we found in a better place. So until next time, this is David Oak saying so long. Oh,